Hey, good morning or good evening. Welcome to the Hope Explained Podcast, where we talk about the sermon that was taught on Sunday, anything that was left out for time, forgotten, or cut. I'm joined on my opposite side here by our, our, our lead pastor, Pastor Rick Morris. How are you today? No pink tie today. No pink tie? No. Come on. No. No one pink time, shoes? One time. I have yellow shoes, but yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yellow. But yeah, no pink tie. Yeah, and so uh, you wore the pink tie to honor our mothers, because we just talked about Mother's Day on Sunday. What an amazing day that was. It was. Like, we had nearly 800 people here mm-hmm. and incredible events. Our team, our staff did such an ingre- incredible job. It was an amazing day. Yeah. No, I, I agree. So fun. Yeah. And uh, and it, it, it's always fun just to see everybody show up for that and, and take part in it. Um, I think that's the most encouraging thing is, is you look around and everybody was having a good time. Uh, I think so. the moms felt honored and people stuck around forever taking mm-hmm. pictures and eating cupcakes and drinking mimosas and getting flowers and yep. it was a great great day worship was amazing that day and yeah it was wonderful yeah all right so let's hop into it uh so like i said we talked about mother's day we talked about mothers on mother's day as it happens um and you talked about the story that happens in first kings chapter three uh, and that is the story of of Solomon being approached by these two prostitutes. Do you want to give a quick recap on that real quick? Yeah, I mean, it's an unusual story, which is why I called it an unusual Mother's Day message because it wasn't your typical, um, you know, Mother's Day message. Um, I'd never taught on it before. But yeah, it's it's a crazy story. Like you have these two ladies um, that have babies three days apart. They live together. There's nobody else in the house. And you want me to recap the whole story? Uh, uh no, just the cliff notes. Yeah, so so you know, First Kings three begins in verse sixteen, and and you basically have one one child dies in the night, and the mother whose child died in the night made a switch in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and um, exchanged her dead baby for the living baby, and then they both wake up and they're arguing over whose baby is who, and in those days the king have you know handled civil matters, civil disputes. And so they come before Solomon, and Solomon makes a very weird request, but he solved the problem. All right. So one of the things that you you talked about that, the moment you said, I was like, man, that's a good point. It was a great mother knows her child. Um, and you talked about how with your mom, you know, you could be on the phone for five seconds, and yeah. in the first five words, she could know if something is bothering you. And And for me... You know, we're, we're focusing on mothers. And for me, something that that pointed out to me was, was you know, the two different genders, we, we exemplify God's great attributes in different ways, right? And for me, I, I immediately thought about, you know, for us, that's God's intimacy, his, emotion, his emotional care towards us on full display right there through our mothers. Well, you know, I think kids a lot of times, especially teenagers, they're not going to, I mean, most teenagers don't tell their parents everything. Um, you know, uh, um, I don't know if that's groundbreaking news to parents, yeah. but your kids don't tell you everything. Um, if you can remember back when you were a teenager, how much of, how much information do your, uh, uh, did you tell your parents? So most teenagers don't really tell their parents things. Um, but yeah, my mom had a way and she still does even, you know, me as an adult, she, she can just, she may not know every detail, but she's got a way of, of knowing that something's off. Mm. And yeah, I think it's just something that God puts in moms and, 
you know, moms have that. I called it like a spider sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they seem, they seem to have that. They just, they're in tune. I think more than dads, dads are more like, okay, is the car running is, you know, what do you need help with? But the moms, I think oftentimes can be really in tune emotionally to the kids and, and uh, this mom, it says that she looked more closely, which I think is something interesting because moms do that a lot. They, you know, a lot of times, not all dads, because dads are different, but a mm -hmm. lot of times dads are more surface, you know, kind of surface level where the moms are, can go a little bit. They seem to go a little, want to go a little bit deeper, interested in, in more than just on the outside. And so, but anyways, so yeah, this mom looked more closely and she knew that this was not, even though it was an infant, yeah. Hey, this is not my baby. Right. And she's able to distinguish that pretty quickly. Mm. Another thing that you pointed out was, was, you know, using the typical mama bear as the example. Um, mothers are, they, they protect their children. Um, and in the case of the woman who, who lost her baby, that led to some pretty, pretty devastating realization. In fact, one that she might not have been willing to realize, right? Mm. You talked about that desperation and, and you said that you wanted to talk about that a bit more. Um, what what do you think was the driving force for, for the woman who lost her baby to do this? Well, I think she felt guilty. I mean, if, if this is what truly happened where she rolled on top of her baby, which would have been a sheer, obviously an accident, mm -hmm. and that does happen. It happens these days as well. It's a horrible, horrible tragedy. And obviously, you know, she's a mother that just had a baby and, you know, like the verse that we read in Psalms, like how can a nursing mom not love her baby or forget her baby? Um, and the idea is that it's impossible. Like it just doesn't happen. It's very rare. And so this mother loses her child and it's her fault. If this is truly what happened, um, where she rolled on top of her, it's her fault. It's not, she didn't do it on purpose is obviously an accident. And, you know, like sometimes parents leave their kids in cars or, children die in swimming pools and it's just a horrible tragedy and accident where it's nobody's fault it's just a horrible thing that happens and i think this mom out of desperation was like how can i fix this mm -hmm. you know and her first thought was oh there's another baby there let me have this baby and i i think it's easy for us to see her as like the bad quote unquote bad guy in the story but you know she's desperate she feels horrible and then two you know when you know, they didn't really know anything of postpartum and all of that stuff. And who knows what emotionally and hormones. And sure. I mean, she did the wrong thing. There's no doubt. But also, too, I don't think we should be too hard on her because of the overwhelming guilt and loss and pain that she felt. But then again, this other mother shouldn't have to suffer, you know, for loot for, you know, for what happened to the other to the other child. But but yeah, I, I think moms have this have this natural protection over the creation that's inside them, which is why, and I don't want to get off on this whole <laughs> tangent, but right. which is why they try to tell us over and over that, you know, that the baby in the stomach is not really a baby. It's only a fetus because if we can dehumanize something, which is what happened in any type of genocide or, or anything that happened with, uh, you know, with like the mass killing of all the Jews, they dehumanized them. If we say, well, it's not a baby, it's not a real baby, it's not a real life, it kind of, we're trying to alleviate maybe some of the guilt, you know, from feeling of people that do, you know, have to or choose abortion. Mm -hmm. um, if we cannot make, because moms have this natural protection. And so, um, 
yeah, I, I, I think it just, God puts it in, in moms to be very, very protective. Mm. All right. Um, and then the, the last thing that we wanted to talk about was, was, and you, this was kind of your ending note. Um, it was the idea that, that with the Bible, it respects and it validates everybody, but more specifically in this context, it respects women, no matter where they come from, moms, no matter where they come from. And I thought that was great because as you pointed out, you know, you, you said this is something that the king would be expected to do because he handled civil cases. But more specifically, this is this is really interesting because even back then he he heard this case and cared about it, despite yeah. these two women being the outcasts of the outcasts. They were prostitutes. Yeah. And I wanted to bring that up because that's that's something that I kind of added a little bit later in my message as I reread it over and over. It's like. You know, I think a lot of times we think people are less of a mother if they live certain lifestyles or maybe they live in different countries or third world or maybe even a different race. We think somehow they're less of a mom because, oh, they do this for a living or they do this or they do that. So they don't really care about their kid as much as I care about my kid. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's not true at all. There are great mothers in all forms and and you know, economic backgrounds and races and all that. Um, God created moms to be moms and no matter where they're at, no matter what they're going through. And so I just love one of the things I wanted to really point out. And I love it is just the Bible gives dignity to all people. Mm. And for Solomon, the King of Israel to, to, and this, this proves to be what the Bible says, like a launching pad for his success and for him being known as somebody that's so wise, because if you look at the end of that chapter, it says that people were amazed at his wisdom after the decision that he made. Um, and so um, I just love how even though these ladies were two prostitutes and Solomon could have easily, no, I mean, you, who cares about you guys? You guys are prostitutes. Right, take care of it yourself. Yeah, yeah. figure out who cares. Like, And you lost a baby, who cares? You're a prostitute, which would have been the culture in those days. I mean, um, but... I love how Solomon acts with compassion. He hears them. He cares about their situation. Um, not just the mom that lost the baby, but also the mom whose baby was still living. And so, yeah, I, did, I wanted to point that out because I think it's really important. All right. Were there any, uh, before we wrap up, because we always like to talk about anything that was cut, were there any other stories that you had considered going into uh it's a Mother's Day. Yeah, Hannah. Um, I was going to do Hannah, and Samuel was one of the one of the ones that I was kind of leaning towards, mm-hmm. um, just because that's such an amazing story of her praying for so long for a baby, and then the Lord gives her one, and then she literally gives him back. I mean, um, to be you know to learn in the temple and and all of that, and um, but yeah, I thought about that. Um, I never thought I had a lot of ladies after service say, thank you so much for not doing Proverbs 31, <laughs> you know, the virtuous woman or whatever. I'd never considered that. Uh, I've done it before, <laughs> uh, full disclosure, but I think everybody has, but, um, no, I mean, you know, I, I pretty early on, I kind of latched onto this story just because it was something that I don't think I'd taught on before that I can't remember teaching on. And, um, it's, it was just a story that kind of stood out, and I figured it'd get people's attention. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> but but it's it you know it's an interesting story. Um, you know the conclusion. I mean, is is an interesting thing where Solomon is like, "Hey, bring me a sword," and you know we're going to decide whose child this is. 
obviously, you know, I had a couple of people ask me, and even though I mentioned it in the message, like, do you think he would have went through with it? And I'm like, absolutely not, because right. he knew that the real mother would either lay in front of the sword herself or would do what the real mom did. And mm-hmm. that was, you know, hey, there's no way that's going to happen. I'd rather give my child up than to see any harm come to my child. And so, and that's what happened. And, and uh, you know, that was the conclusion of the story. So one of the things that I'd like for us to do in the podcast, we were talking about a little bit ago, yep. and we'll get the details to, together, is to start making this interactive, where if people have questions about the message, um, things that didn't make sense to them, or things they want further clarification on, or any questions really about anything, but you know, it'd be great if they were about the message, then we'll answer those on a segment during the podcast as well. Absolutely. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like you just mentioned, we're going to be accepting questions here soon. It will most likely end up be being my email or my phone number. We're, we're, like, we're, we're going to figure it out. But if you have any questions about the upcoming sermons or past sermons or questions about literally anything, uh, please submit those. Uh, we will have those either in the next segment or uh, we will announce how to do that on Sunday. But yeah. other than that, uh, we have some really great stuff coming up. We have VBS right around the corner. We have Dad Fest right around the corner. Camps. Yup, camps. So if you are looking for some stuff to do during the summer, please go to our website, newhopepeacelake.org, and uh, hope to see you on Sunday. Our address is 2720 Olympic Parkway. So if you don't attend the church yet, we'd love to invite you as well to 9, 1030 in Spanish at 1230. But other than that, Pastor Rick, thank you for joining me. Yes. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Hope you had a great day. Happy Mother's Day. All right. Catch you guys next time. Bye.